0: Are you self-employed and struggling to find a loan program because you're not quite showing all your income on your tax returns? Well, we have Stacey Flanagan, and she's with Angel Oak, and she's here to discuss some creative programs for us.
1: Thank you, ladies, for having me. I appreciate it. Love being here with you. Yeah, so we have some great programs, um, things that you can't get done traditionally through Fannie and Freddie. Mm-hmm. We have a bank statement program, like you were just speaking about. This is for self employed or 1099 borrowers that can't show all their income, don't show all their income, have an amazing CPA. Yes. Um, and, or maybe they haven't even filed their taxes. So these self-employed borrowers that can't use their tax returns, or maybe they can use their tax returns, but are limited to a smaller priced home, yes. we're going to use their bank statements to qualify them. So we're going to use their deposits that they're putting in their bank statements, whether they're using personal bank statements or business bank statements, we're going to look at the deposits going in and use that as their income. So 100%. So we use an expense ratio on there as well because we do know that there's expenses associated with their business. Mm -hmm. So depending on what they do is going to depend on how much of an expense ratio factor I can apply. Gotcha. Um, You know, if it's a restaurant, they're going to have more overhead and expenses than somebody that owns maybe a small retail shop or somebody that's 1099 or does IT out of their home. So we make sense. Realtor. Exactly. But has no, you know, big overhead, too. Exactly. So somebody like that, we're going to use a 15% expense ratio, which means I can use 85% of their deposits. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then somebody that owns like the um, restaurant might be a 70% expense ratio. So we're going to look at that. And if it's, you know, a food truck or just a small lunch place or breakfast place, that's not going to be. That might be a 50%. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look at those things for you. I'm going to look at how many employees, how many locations, or do they work from home?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it Does it matter if it's business or personal checking account? Does that make a difference? Nope. We'll take either one. And the great thing, too, is it gives you so much more buying power for your borrowers. Mm-hmm. So if you look at their tax returns, go ahead and get their tax returns. See what they qualify for. They might qualify for a $250,000 house with what they claim on their tax mm-hmm. returns. But then when you send me their, their bank statements, mm-hmm. I'm going to average those deposits going into their bank statements, and they may now qualify for a $500,000, dollars house. Because we all know as self-employed, we're going to write off as much as we can. Sure. We don't want to give Uncle Sam any more money than we have to. And do you want 12
0: months or 24 months?
1: We'll says? do either, whichever's better for them. Um, you know, we had COVID a couple mm-hmm. years ago, so there was some mm-hmm. little downtime. So the t- most recent 12 months might be a better average. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they just opened their business. Mm-hmm. We have so many people that are self employed that opened a business after COVID. Because they got laid off from their jobs. So they opened a little boutique or um, a sandwich shop Mm -hmm. and their first year getting up and running was tough. Mm -hmm. So that might be a better 12-month look back for that. Do they need a two-year history of employment? Yes, they
0: do need to be self-employed for two years. In the same type of work that they open their business in.
1: Correct. And their business, if they do open a business, does have to be open for two years
0: you also if the spouse has a w-2 you can use the w-2
1: yeah so i was getting ready to say that so increasing their buying power just by looking at the deposits going into their bank statement you can also use a co-borrower's w-2 income or maybe the co-borrower owns another business Mm -hmm. i can use their business bank statements plus the borrower's business bank statements okay then or like kim said If you want to use the co-borrowers W-2s and pay stubs, I never want to see tax returns. Mm -hmm. But W-2s and pay stubs we can use that income as well so again increasing increasing that buying power awesome to okay. get into that bigger so home.
2: like this program do you have to have really 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 good credit or is it okay to have average credit yeah
1: so we do statistics all the time so our average um credit score on this program is a 762 believe it or not but we go down to a 680 currently and what other
0: great products do you have to tell us about stacy because i know you guys have some creative programs mm-hmm. we
1: do we do so we, all of our programs just to touch based real quickly on the non-warrantable condo mm. um, huge right now. It's huge right now. Mm-hmm. So Fannie and Freddie added those addendums asking all those questions mm-hmm. about the structure of the complex and whatnot. Um, we don't ask those questions on our condos. So y- I'm getting a lot of condo reviews for condominiums that used to be able to go Fannie or Freddie. But because the HOA doesn't answer these new questions the way that they want them to, or maybe they refuse to answer them at all. I've seen mm-hmm. that as Some of them well. refuse yeah. to even That's answer them. it's damn like an act of yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm getting a lot of those borrowers. Mm-hmm. Borrowers are fine. It's the condominium. Right. It's the oh, complex. Okay. So um, we'll do that on any of our programs, whether it's full doc, bank statements, or um, the DSCR, which I'm getting ready to talk to you about. So just wanted to throw that out there. Awesome. And we will do owner-aux, owner -owner ox, or second homes on the non-warrantable.
0: Okay.
1: So the other program I wanted to talk to you ladies about is the DSCR program. Mm -hmm. It stands for Debt Service Coverage Ratio. So what this program is, it's for investment properties only. They can be a new-time investor. You do not have to have any experience owning investment property. So nowadays, right now, people are wanting to increase their um, existing rental portfolio, or maybe they just want to start getting into renting and start to build a new portfolio. And that's fine. So this DSCR program is a great way to get into this. And what it is is it just covers, the only thing I need is the market rent on the appraisal, to cover your new mortgage payment. So there's no job, no employment, no DTI on this program. I just want the pro- the property itself to cash flow. And how I'm gonna know if it cash flows is when you order the appraisal, you'll order the market rent analysis, mm-hmm. called the 1007. And as long as that market rent covers your new PITI payment, you're good to go. Do you take out the vacancy factor? Nope.
0: You don't? That's what's
1: really nice about 100% this 100% of That's it. That's great. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So it doesn't matter what kind of employment they have, debt-to-income ratio, credit score. Credit score. Yes, credit score. Credit, is credit a score record. does, yes. yes. But, yeah. It's but a great, simple primary. primary residence. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. So Dodd-Frank says we can't do the no-doc loans or no-income loans on primary residences, right? Mm-hmm. Or second homes. Right. So, for us, one of the ways that we verify that it's not going to have an occupancy concern is to make sure that they own a primary residence. Okay. So, if they rent or live at home with mom and dad, mm-hmm. then there's an occupancy concern that this new house being bought under a no-income loan could possibly be primary a primary residence. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you've given us a lot of great programs. Um,
0: we can always get a hold of Stacy if you have any questions on any of these programs. We can reach out. We're pretty rehearsed on these ourselves because we do a lot of business with these.
1: (laughs) And don't forget, too, right now is obviously a crazy time with the interest rates going up and up and up. Mm -hmm. And just, um, you know, remind your borrowers that this is temporary. Your rate is not Mm going to be with you forever. My first home was 12%.
0: Yeah. I bought it on a SIBA,
1: Stated Mm -hmm. Income Verified Asset Program. I was 22 years old I had a 12.5% interest rate. Mm-hmm. So as soon as those rates start coming down, people are going to refi. Exactly. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you love the house, what's well, the saying? Marry the house, date the rate. Yeah, okay. exactly. Now, do your programs have prepayment penalties? Just on investment properties. Okay. Owner ops and second homes, there's no pre So when penalties. rates do go down next year, because
2: we're going to be power positive thinking, Yes. We so can do go down, we can refinance mm-hmm. them, and- do they have? Uh, they have to have the first seven months payments made. Do you have any type six of- months? Six months. Okay. Yep.
1: So there is an early payoff penalty, but not a prepayment penalty. Right. Exactly. And even on the investment properties with the prepay penalty, mm-hmm. they can buy that down to a one year or out completely okay. if they don't want it, okay. thinking that rates might come down. Mm-hmm. You know, as early Pay- as the beginning pay-off. of next year. We okay,
2: cool. Do you have any other products that you
1: really are, are excited about or you're seeing a lot of traction on? Definitely the two biggest products we have is the bank statements mm-hmm. and the DSCR for sure. Mm-hmm. We, that's the majority of our business. Right, I'm sure. Um, we do a little bit with the foreign national market. Um, so I don't know if you guys have realtors that are specific to foreign nationals, mm-hmm. um, but we do have a foreign national. It's basically the same as the DSCR where it's based just off the cash flow of the property, but they don't even need a credit report. They don't need... Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, they wow. don't need to build trade lines. They don't need credit reference letters or anything like that. Do they need to have a local bank account? So they US? do have to put their funds, their down payment, the funds used for closing mm-hmm. and the reserves into a U.S. account 30 days prior to close. Perfect. Well, that's not bad.
0: Yeah. no, oh, that's good. And how much down
1: payment requirement? 30% on that. That's not that either. No. It really isn't. No. And they need nothing. Wow. The property just has to cash flow. And if you're a good investor, you're buying a property Mm -hmm. to cash flow. (laughs) Awesome. See, there's ways for people to buy houses. A lot of people that are just
2: have unique situations, they don't think they can't buy. Yeah. And we wanted to show people you can buy. Mm -hmm. You know, there
0: is a loan program to fit almost any need. Yes, definitely. A lot of great programs. Just give us a call if you have any questions, and please follow us on Facebook at Mortgage Chicks with Hot Tips.
2: And if you have any ideas for future podcasts or questions about this podcast, please email us at chicks
0: at mortgagecom You can also watch us on our YouTube channel at Mortgage Chicks with Hot Tips.